This episode is brought to you by Netflix. Hold your carriage horses and tighten those corsets. Bridgerton is back. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom. But has Penelope truly pushed aside her feelings for Colin? Will Colin realize his feelings before another suitor takes Penelope's hand? This gentle reader can't wait to find out. Watch part one of Bridgerton only on Netflix May 16th. Hey guys, welcome to the UWAP Podcast. I'm Jared Freed. I'm Jordana Abraham. Welcome back. It's good to be here. We're a month into this podcast, Jordana. How do you feel about it? I feel amazing. The feedback has been incredible. We've gotten hundreds of emails already. Um, it's crazy. Yeah. The feedback, I, I gotta say thank you to all the listeners. Uh, you guys are the early the early investors in this thing. Yeah, and tell your friends. Keep spreading the word. We, we are higher on the comedy iTunes charts than I can even believe um, but the only way to keep that moving up is by you guys rating it subscribing to it on iTunes telling a friend and here's what you could do right now you could go on to uh, your Instagram story Snapchat story post you listening to the podcast po- and tag yeah. us because I've and We've gotten those and they're amazing they're we'll, amazing. we'll always respond always um, respond I'll send a thank you I'll send a what's yeah, up until we get too big and then you'll be ignored <laughs> yeah but for now you, <laughs> yeah for now you get you get in early you get those early messages you'll get accepted except I, I've gotten a lot of uh um funny feedback one girl thought she goes I until I looked you up I didn't know that you weren't bald oh that was great yeah <laughs> yes. I could she got a balding. I don't know what a bald boy sounds like. Me. I don't know what balding sounds like. Because I think of the what's his name, the dad from like Anne Frank, as like, <laughs> which I don't. No, it's from not Stanley Fra- Tucci. Wait, hold on, hold you know, on. like the movie Anne Frank, the dad. He's like also he's in a lot of other shit. I think he's plays Gandhi. What's okay. his name? Okay, you guys probably oh, know his God. name. Yeah, yeah. I ben forgot Ben Kingsley. Kingsley okay. Yes, I think of Ben Kingsley. You don't. He's got a bald like voice. Him. He has like a deep, like somber voice. Yeah. Okay. I don't know what a bald boy sounds like. I don't know either. I, I like that we brought up Anne Frank within the first two minutes of this. I try. I, you know, you I try. try to get her in there as soon as I can. <laughs> you gotta get as much <laughs> Anne Frank. That's why you guys should rate and subscribe on iTunes yeah. and wherever you listen. If you don't have an iPhone, uh, go. You know, make some more money and fucking get with it, <laughs> or get the Stitcher app. Stitcher. Uh, that's SoundCloud. where you can get in SoundCloud. That's yeah. where you can find the UA podcast. Yeah, and just uh, Jared does have a full head of hair. For for those of you at home who are wondering, it's very good. Good full head of hair. I got a, I got a, I got a mane going. Yeah. I got a lot of stuff going. But I I mean, uh, are we ready to start this I'm up? I'm ready. So Let's thank you again for listening. Uh, we're a month in. We've we I, I put out on my Instagram just asking, you know, polls and stuff to see what you guys like, what you don't like. We're listening. We're tailoring it to your needs. So your wants. we are going like to any good relationship. What's that? Like any good yes, relationship, we're, we're changing for you. Yeah, I, I, I follow that up by not hearing exactly what you said. Exactly. But, uh, so let's get into it. We we got we got an email that asking for a certain discussion. Yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna talk about this one. So it's hi Jared and Jordana. How do guys really feel about going down on girls? Is it something they genuinely enjoy doing? Or just do because they feel like they have to. For girls, is it weird to be slightly grossed out about kissing, making out with a guy after he's gone down on you? I'm really curious to hear your take on this. I'm curious for the female side of this because the guy side, mm-hmm. it varies. I'm curious to the guy side. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, good. The girl no, side, I mean, they all everything obviously varies by person. There's no like universal correct answer. Um, to how one sex feels about, entire sex feels about a sexual act. Well, how do you like... Listen, how do you feel about 
a guy going down on you? Um, I it's not like my favorite thing, but I I it's almost Why like I isn't appreciate it your favorite because thing? I just feel like there's other things that feel better, and most guys like just aren't that great at it. Okay. Um, and I feel like what's the worst experience you've ever had with a guy going down on you? Well, it's just like there's it just doesn't. It's not like there's like a horror story. It's just kind of like this doesn't feel like much like anything. So you kind of have to like, like nothing. You gotta like yeah. They're just don't. And I think that a lot of guys just don't. They don't go intense enough. They're like scared to like. Like hurting we, or something. Well, I'd say that the one thing is the the male body uh-huh. is very simple. Penis, tug it, you know, butthole, throw a finger in there, you know, whatever. Okay. <laughs> but I'm saying for a woman, we know so little. Like the amount of doctors that a woman has and knows. Yeah, we know our bodies guys, pretty well. You guys are like amazing. You mm-hmm. have you have relationships with your doctors. Oh, yeah. I go, you know. In the back alley, get checked up by you know a cat. Yeah, I mean, I'm also I'm the daughter of a, an OBGYN, so um, so you know your I, body. I know my body. I know too much about my body. I want to know less about my body. Um, yeah, I, I I so like I could tell you like the exact phases of my cycle. That's like how well I know my really? body. Yeah. See, we're, I like we're friends. That. We're tight. Yeah. I like that when I hook up with a girl when like because I get freaked out about like pregnancy the worst it's (laughs) i I have such a pregnancy fear um that like i'll be like like i think like oh i i i breathed on you and a baby's coming you know like like that's like how and then i'm so sad that the public education system (laughs) failed you so much failed me horribly (laughs) and i and i think a lot of guys are that way where we're like we just don't know anything about woman's body like Mm -hmm. listen i've been fingering a girl and then she's been like why are you playing with my belly button that's really that's (laughs) that's what um that's what health classes really should be teaching you because they teach you about like some crazy shit that you never really need to know but what they should be teaching you is like here's how you go down on a guy here's how here's a vagina here's Here's the pleasure here's how to touch it yeah they yeah, don't teach you any of that shit because then we'd be fingering more and not just shoving penises in exactly well, the whole, watched, it'd what, be a happier world have you watched the the uh the netflix show the nick crawl i haven't uh what's it called this is great radio um what's the nick crawl cartoon on netflix i don't know bad <laughs> oh, oh is it a horse with a horse no or that's bojack oh. horseman this is uh oh, shit Boner show. It's a sex show. Someone right now is yelling at their phone. Oh, they, they know right. the name. Um, it's so that show. I learned more from that show about like sexual about sex, like just about my own puberty and going through it <laughs> than I did it in all of sex class. Yeah, they really need to redo that whole public edu- education system. I mean, with well, that, yeah, big mouth. Mm-hmm. Go watch that. I mean, it's an amazing. Just like look at like how you felt and all the anxieties you had during puberty. And it's like when you're going through it, you're just sitting there being like, what the hell is wrong with me? I don't know anything. And then you watch a show like that. Like, I wish that was around when I was that. Yeah. Age. Well, but, that's why sex gets a little better with age. Cause you figure shit out. You know what you're doing. You know what you want. Well, um, do you think that gets better going like a guy going down on you gets better? It, it has yeah, to get better with I definitely, I think like when you're in college, it's definitely like, way worse everything is kind of worse sexually i think yeah when you're with guys who don't know what they're doing um or even yourself i think you get to know yourself much better as you get older with with even but even so i think Would you when, kiss a guy after you got down yes and i have yeah i actually have a, a whole thing about this i <laughs> think that like sex is supposed to be like kind of dirty it's not supposed to be like a sanitary like super like what's the like 
fancy like yeah hot, you know what i mean like the good there's no good sex that's like super clean like super clean sex no, good is, like, se- is like shitty sex good sex is dirty and gross and yeah you go and you get done with it and you're like i need to get away from you for a few minutes <laughs> i need to shower i need right. to shower yeah. i need to like get in touch with my own body i feel sore i feel you know like exactly I that's feel good wet sex in, on yeah. my feet i mean for use some protection reason. obviously of course but I, um i but i think what you're um like I always said, I've always said this for a long time. Like you, like I want to hook up with a girl who like really like eats corn messy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, gets into a cob of corn. You know, like like really gnaws yeah, at it. She's like, not like that's not a girl poised who's like, necessarily. She, well, she's like not like you know. You want someone the the best. Well, we're talking about being older and how sex gets better when you're getting older because we're like you're yeah, self conscious, not as self conscious. Right. You're like I know this is the cheat code to get me to coming and exactly. a lot of t- when you're younger you just don't know it so it's okay to have awkward sex to get to good sex and it's okay to be in a relationship where you know at first you're like oh this was fine and then it gets even better right but, um the kissing thing like if a girl goes down on me and then tries to kiss me i'm always like i i never think of that like yeah like, i think if a guy did think of that that would be like very it would be a big turnoff because you'd be like well, I do think of it, it the other way. Like, if I go down on a girl and I come up, like, I'll have I've had girls where they're like, I'm like, does she want me to kiss her right now? And then like, I'll get the like the nudge, go ahead, like like a grab of like mm-hmm. like like she just grabbed my face mask of my <laughs> football helmet, like get up here and start making out with me, you know? Right. Like, and, have you uh, encountered a girl who was like, don't? I've never had a girl me. say, don't kiss me after going down. Right. Her. And I will say for the guys, I'll answer this question. I love going down on a girl there you go love it um there are guys that i think the guys that don't like it in my experience meeting other men where we've talked about it every one of us um every guy i've ever spoken to who likes it likes it because they want to get you off right and so so when a girl's like i don't know like I'll, i'll come in contact with a lot of girls that were like they're worried about how I feel about it. And it's like, if I'm, I'll say to all the girls out there, if a guy's saying he wants to go down on you, he's not doing that for his health. Right. You, you he know, doesn't he, just love the he, act. It's, he's doing it for you. He's doing it for you. But also like, I like doing it, but like, don't, a lot of girls will stop you. Mm-hmm. You know, you'll be going down on them and be like, ah, I don't know. I just, uh, I went to the gym six weeks ago and you're like, <laughs> it doesn't matter to me. I'm doing this because right. I want to. Not because you think it's going to be like an amazing, like a culinary treat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not like going down there because, yeah, yeah. The, I'm in for this whole thing. Right. So, that's what I'm saying. I think that has to, like in order for there to be good sex, that sort of has to be the attitude. Like obviously within some bounds or some limits, but the idea should be like, we're like, want to explore each other's bodies. We're not like grossed out by each other's bodies. We're no. not grossed out by like sense or smells or taste. Like this is like a, you it's going to be a fun thing where we're just going all in and we're going to have fun. We're not thinking about like, is this messy? It's supposed to be messy. It's supposed to be messy. Um, and I think, you know, I talked about this on the last uh, podcast uh, episode we did a few weeks ago where it was like, just get into it. Right. Like, let me hear what you're into. Like, if you're going to do it, you. do it right. Do right. it right. Yeah. Don't half. I, I've done that. I've had that happen. Don't half get gone down on. Yeah. Because one time I went down on this girl. I'll never forget it. Okay. I went down on her um, and her, I was like, I was going down on her and you could feel, she was like, ah, you don't. And she kind of did the thing where she's like, you don't have to. And I'm like, no, I want to. I like going down on a girl. Right. And she was like, okay. And like, was totally cool with it. Like, you know, this is now, yes, mm-hmm. we're making out. I'm going down on her. And all of a sudden I go to go down on her and her legs like won't open up. 
She's so like na- clenching. Clenching okay. a little bit. Yeah. Like, so if there was a camera inside of her vagina, it would just be me with my cheeks getting pressed <laughs> back by her knees. <laughs> so like, I kind of <laughs> look. hysterical yeah. to like think about It's a weird happening. visual. Yeah. It's kind of like, it, it, it felt like a dog trying to eat the peanut butter out of the peanut butter thing. Cause I was like, <laughs> like inches away from the, from the vagina hole. <laughs> <laughs> that's the medical term right yeah that's uh, what it's called and i'm just like and then i like look up and i go are you sure and she's like yeah 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 and i'm like you could I, and i was like no it's fine and then i like felt bad because i like stopped because i was like she obviously isn't ready for this and i'm just gonna pull back right even though she said you know i don't know i'm trying to be as nice to the situation she said as she didn't want it she said she wasn't she would rather you not or no she, she said you don't have me, to okay and she said and i go, I was going down on her she said yes and then i was like okay and then i went to do it and you could her body her mouth said yes her body kind of said no right and i was like okay i'm gonna pull back out of this i'm not gonna do this and we just mm-hmm. ended up sleeping together and that was fine and but it was it was interesting because it's like if you're a girl out there obviously you say no i don't want to do this but it felt like don't feel like you're doing the guy a favor right because i think a lot of guys we get in this position where like i'm in i'm down and then it's like and then it, and then the girl's like, well, uh, it feels like they're making the decision for us because they don't want to, uh, you know, offend us, right? And I think that that's where it's like, just opening up those legs, let's get it going. Yeah, let us go to the buffet. Yeah, no, I think that there's a there's a thing with that where like a lot of guys maybe don't do it right, and you kind of like it doesn't. I feel like for a lot of girls, like they prefer to be fingered. It just sure. feels better. They're that's like, what, really more, yeah. I think a lot. I think it's the pressure. It's like really a pressure thing. I think guys are scared. Like the they just don't use enough pressure. I never think of fingering. Really? I, I think I kind of skip fingering. Interesting. I go, I've never really, like I'll do above the pants fingering. Mm-hmm. Like I'll do like a, <laughs> like a say what's up. Over the pants. Over, over the, the pants the uh, female hand job. Yeah, right. uh, an over the pants hand job mm-hmm. type of deal. Um, I'll do that first. Yeah. And then uh, I'm pretty much, let's go eat. Hmm. But uh, fing- I know, I mean, women every- like fingering. A lot of them do, yeah. I think really? a lot of them like that a lot, a lot more. But because I think there's, it's just like again, I don't want to speak for all all girls. Obviously, no, it's all a, always the, a. This is the show, right? It's like a. Pre- <laughs> I mean, of course, I'm saying it's a preference thing. From what I've heard, of, I've heard mixed things. Some girls love it. Mm. Um, more girls that I've spoken to don't. Mm-hmm. But um, I always, whether it's good or it's bad, I always appreciate the gesture. Let me speak for all. What guys. do you What do you think about a guy who doesn't, who won't do it? I think he's immature. I think okay. I think when it when a guy says he won't, I've met those guys. Always the same guy, always the same. Uh, I I can't imagine it being a fun sexual experience. Right. I, I, it's always it's like a sexually selfish thing. I think it's to a, say. yeah, mm-hmm. and I I don't even think they think of it as sex as selfish. I think they think of it as more as like, ugh, fuck that. And you're like, dude, what are you five? Right. Like what what uh, what playground myth are you believing in? You right. know, and maybe they, and I think also immaturity is from, uh, is from lack of uh, confidence. So, mm-hmm. like, I think a lot of those guys are just not confident in how they do it. And so they I, prefer to avoid it altogether. Yeah, so they avoid right. the whole thing. I mean, the best decision I ever made growing up, I, 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 I'm, I'm not going <laughs> to lie. Can't wait for your mom to hear this one. Yeah. They, <laughs> is, to, is to what? <laughs> is I have a good friend and she and I uh, hooked up early in our lives and she was just like totally open and honest and told me what to do. Right. And never had a moment where she was like, and I, and I would say to all girls out there, like, 
you know, this is my friend. She's like, you know, she's not married with babies and stuff. Like, you know, it's a good friend of mine still, but like she was so open. We were so cool with each other. We were already friends. And it was like a blessing for me because now I get to share the riches. Right. Because I've, I, and I'm not saying I'm not trying to like brag, but I've, I've never had like a, like I've, I don't get like, um, I don't know how to say this without sounding whatever, but I've had, I think I do a fine job. And I right. think it's because I've listened to the opposite sex. You listen to yeah. someone that you're in bed with. And we sat there the, afterwards. I remember hooking up with her like literally like we're 19 years old. And I'm like, what do I do? That's really, yeah, that's really <laughs> the key. I think I think with sex, people are always afraid to ask or they're afraid to tell because they're afraid to offend in, in, in both ways. Yeah. It's like a little awkward to say what you like for some reason, um, especially I think for girls because mm. they feel like. I don't know. Does it make me sound slutty if I the like this? Do I like? I am it. I like? Do they think I'm too experienced if I want this? Whatever. Like, like they don't want to seem like they've like had sex with too many people. They don't ask that much. But I really like that's how you get what you want. Is like yeah. you just ask for it. and You say what you like. And obviously, the more comfortable you are with a person, the more comfortable you are saying what you like and what you don't like and giving sort of constructive <laughs> criticism. Obviously, in the right way, not like in a listen. I I've been. Stiff I, way. I'm always uh, and everyone's so different with this stuff and like that. The time I realized that everyone's so different with this stuff is I dated this one girl and like all of a sudden, um, I remember we were like three months into dating and then all of a sudden one night, I <laughs> this is a very personal episode of the UL podcast. <laughs> and you can email us, uup at betches.com, uup at betches.com. That's UUP at betches.com. UUP at betches.com. Um, one time I was dating this girl and um, I licked her butt <laughs> and uh, you could see that was like a... It was like ding, 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 ding. Like I had found the cheat code. Right. And it was like, that was her thing. That was her thing, right. I was so turned on by her like liking, like just being so in. I could have licked a toenail and it would have gotten her off and I would have been like, I'm into this now. You know what I mean? Like just like the idea that like something I can do. Guys are very much like hunt, kill, bring home type of people. So like as far as like, finding that thing that gets a girl that you're with off is like so hot to a guy because it's like it's the reason we play video games we've achieved the level right we've won the game and i think girls feel that way too but more so like once they like really like the guy yeah like you don't really give a shit how good you're making a feel guy feel who like you like just kind of just met some scumbag right like, yeah oh, fuck it. but if you're like in a relationship where you really like the guy you're like yeah you have the same mentality i think yeah. and that really was what makes a good sex life or makes a good relationship if both people are like yeah, like I want to make you feel as good as I can, like, and just tell me what to do to get See, there. See, I could hate the person, and I'm just happy I got him. <laughs> really? Off. I, I, yeah, I, it's I, definitely. I just, I'll never forget this girl's reaction to like, like, like it was like, in her, it was like we're three or four months into dating, and like you could feel her go, finally, <laughs> you know, like I was like, oh, that was all it took, you know, like uh, there's some ass play involved, right. and then you could feel her like be like. Oh, now the sex is going to like shoot off to another planet. So, I mean, like the quicker you guys talk about these things, the better it gets. Blowjobs, though, I will say this for all guys. Doesn't matter how it comes. It's like pizza. Really? There's all no such blow thing jo- as terrible blowjobs? I've gotten terrible. Blo- my worst blowjob is my is better than my best kiss. <laughs> <Isn't> <laughs> really? I don't know, actually. Isn't that kind of pa- I feel like it's kind of painful statement. if it's done too wrong. Well, not- painful... Yeah, you would hope it's not painful. Yeah. I, I, uh, I'm always ha- blowjobs are like the most like as far as like sexual experiences go, it's the least pressure filled moment. Mm-hmm. Like 
there's nothing to worry about if you know that it's going to be a blowjob to fruition. Right. A, a fruish blow. Fruish blow. Is the best type of blow. Fruish it, blow. You, when you know you're like, oh, I just have to sit back. I felt it's like going well, how for do a you massage know she, at the spot. But isn't it kind of the kind of thing where it's like not automatically you can finish? Like it has to be like relatively. Listen, it has to be like relatively good. Personally, to finish, I always not? can finish. I, I can. Where there's a will, there's a way. Okay. <laughs> um, no, you're not a quitter. I'm not you a quitter. Always finish I'll, the race. I'll get it going. Um, I'll say it all. If it's not, if it's not going well, do you tell them what to do to just to finish? I try to direct women with like a little bit of noise. So I try to be like, oh, that's like I like I kind of like give them that some type of verbal feedback, some verbal feedback. If it's good, I'll say it's great. Mm-hmm. If it's ba- if it's not going well, I'll just like stay a little bit quieter and then like get louder when she's doing the right type of thing. Like, okay. And for me, um, the one thing about blowjobs and ladies, we need to remember this suction suction. Suction. The one, the worst blow type of blowjob I've ever gotten. Type of. I'm not saying it's one person. Mm-hmm. This is this is a blanket for the the worst type of blowjob is the the hood blowjob where they're just putting on the hood, taking off the hood, putting off the hood, <laughs> taking off the hood. It's just like a. It's just like it's it's like um low contact. Low contact, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. the low contact blowjob. It's like it. Imagine red solo cups and you take one red solo cup and you just gently put it over the now you stack them up yeah and then you just take There's it no off you right finish away. From that. You're not gonna you're not gonna it's just not gonna happen right. It's got to be messier. Yeah, well, that's what. Are you, do you are you everything's got to be messy for everything. it to be good. You got to get in there. What do you think? It's like jobs. it's like making a, a a kitchen dish. It's got to be like a little messy. If the kitchen <laughs> yeah, looks the amazing kitchen, after you're done, it's probably the like... The meal's going to suck. Shitty, you just made a right? coup d'etat. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> The kitchens look great after you make a vegetable platter. Exactly. Think of, yeah, think when of a, a sex cake. like cooking. It's yeah. got to get... Like, you got to have a lot of cleanup after if you know you, you made something great. <laughs> absolutely. Like, you don't just make... Yeah, yeah, absolutely. What, <laughs> what do you think about giving a blowjob? Um, I think, like, again, for the... If you like the guy, most things are like, if you like the guy. If you like the guy, you're, like, so happy to do it. This, so this is a... Because a lot of women, you'll hear them say that blowjobs are more personal to them than sex. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah, definitely, yeah. This is so upsetting to the men listening to this podcast. It's right definitely now. more for, yeah, I'd rather, if I don't if I don't like it, well, first of all, a blowjob, you're like really like, you're giving something and you're not like getting anything yeah, 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 in yeah, the yeah, moment. Yeah. It's a selfless deed. Right. Um, it's, yeah, selfless deed. We give back. <laughs> Thank you, women. <laughs> Blowjobs are selfless, dude. It's true. And you have yeah. to like kind of like with a girl, it's kind of like you got to like deserve it a little bit. It's a lot of work. Yeah. It's a lot of work. And like, um, I mean, for the if you, it's like kind of like with a guy. I'm saying like what you were saying before. It's like if you like the guy, you want to make them feel good. There's a lot of power in just being able to make them feel good without them doing anything. Sure. It's like a nice like relaxing thing. That being said, if you don't really like a guy, there's nothing worse than doing it. It's like. The just sec the seconds feel like hours. It's like terrible. You're like, like why am I down? Yeah, here? every girl I think can remember, like, can probably recall an experience of like giving a blowjob to a guy she wasn't that into, and it's just like fucking terrible. You're I like, fr- I like, I well, while you're doing it, you're like, I don't really want to do this. I don't like get out of doing this. I don't know how I got myself into doing this. That's crazy um, to me. I mean, uh, a girl that we both know, Lisa Traeger, uh, mm-hmm. very funny comic. She has a bit about that, and right. I remember thinking like. You give blowjobs to guys you just don't like. Like, well, I mean, you, you said you said you'd uh, you'd have sex with a girl you didn't like that much, or you'd. But you'd, I'm still you'd into want the her sex. to get right. You'd want her to get off. Well, you might be into the sex, but like this part doesn't have anything to do with you. And if you don't like if you don't like a guy, you don't really care. Give a shit if he feels really good. Here's what, and I'll say this to you right now as a guy. Mm-hmm. I've never, and I think 
99.9% of men will agree with me. I've never thought someone was in the room with me during a sexual experience that didn't want to be there. Well, that's good. I mean, that's, that's good. good in this time and age. That's definitely no, good. Saying, like, yeah. no, didn't, that I mean, sounded I'm, worse than right. <laughs> I mean, most guys probably think that. But, but I'm like, saying, like, you know. I've never thought to myself, man, this girl probably fucking hates me. Like, you know, like, while she blows well, fucking me. Hate, no, doesn't, that's the thing, though. It doesn't have to be, like, fucking hates you. It really could just be, like, not that into you. That's what I'm saying. I'm I've sure never you, thought sure that a girl was like, girl oh, who this gross animal I'm blowing. <laughs> I'm always like, man. She must feel so happy. She's so she's <laughs> so pl- she got the pleasure oh, of doing this. You're welcome yeah. for yeah. this blowjob that you get to give me. I don't know. I just think that's like an ego thing for a guy. Like I've never. I'm sure every of, guy like, thinks that, but like I'm. Chances are, if you've gotten enough blowjobs, one of them has been from like a girl who was just like tr- trying to like get end it as soon as possible. That's also another thing. I think girls don't mind giving blowjobs, but a guy has to like come at a, in a reasonable amount of time. Well. This is this that's is a, like this it's is like two way street. I mean, I agree, but I'm just saying it's like <laughs> remember that hood conversation we had earlier. That suction, ladies. That's, <laughs> it's fair. Like you got it. Yeah, but direct. Then it's just like that's not something that you can be doing for like 15 minutes. That's like absurd. Uh, no one wants. It's like it, it's like fun and like hot in the beginning, and then after a while, it's like all right, like let's let's well, finish that, this. That, I think that's like the 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 luxury of the blowjob for women is that you know the ending. Mm-hmm. For men, when we go down on you, I have no idea. I've I, I've known when girls, I, I've like have very specific memories of girls like, you know, climaxing when I've gone down on them. But I've also had very specific memories of like, is I don't think this is ever gonna happen. I'll be here for three weeks. Right. Well, I'm saying I think it's on the part of both people to be like, if it's not happening after a certain amount of time, like let's switch it up let's because like no one up. wants to be doing that for that long of a time. It feels like much we longer than do, it is. We should do a you up. Seven minute rule. That's great. Seven, seven minutes, minutes. Seven seems minutes. Like more than enough. And then at that point, like, you can't get the job done in seven minutes. Let's start fucking. Yeah, let's switch seven it up. minutes. At least is enough time where like you could do seven minutes of that, and there could be like five minutes of sex, and it's like we've had a night. Yeah, like we, we both. I think like a lot of guys, you know, will go down on girls, and I'll say this is is to just keep up their timers. <laughs> you know, like to elongate the it sexual pre- yeah, experience so that, because can we're I like. You, can I tell you something about that? Sure. Like, I think g- guys think girls are like hyper aware of the time. We're not hyper aware of the time unless it's like extremely short or extremely long, and both are terrible. There's extremely long. I think guys are like, oh, I lasted forever. Girls at a certain point when having sex are kind of like, all right, like if I get to if I get to two minutes, it's time to wrap I'm this like, up. I'm like, <laughs> we are now in the fucking cream zone. We are. Everything's golden. Disgusting. If I get yeah. to the two minutes, I'm like, okay, from here on. Now, now you, I come when I want to come. How do you even know what two minutes is? Do you have like a, in my in mind your head, just, what you think is it, two minutes? Whatever right. I think is, if I get over thirty seconds, I'm like, okay, I'm past the point of embarrassment. Okay, okay, yeah. So I'm saying there's and, like a point of embarrassment, <laughs> and then there's like too long, and then anything in between is fine. This is, I, I have in my head when I'm fucking thirty seconds. I'm like, okay, get past. Being on top to like putting her on top. So I need, I need thirty seconds. I'm being very honest right now. Okay, I get past that thirty seconds. I'm like, okay, you did it. You've not embarrassed yourself. Now I get, and then I get to two minutes. And I'm like, okay, this could come end. at come at your will. Right. You know now there's nothing I can do. You know now we've done it. Wait after thirty. Sorry, after thirty seconds. After thirty seconds, I feel like 
okay, I won't be embarrassed. After two minutes, you're like, I'm a champ. Goes. Right, yeah. So I don't I've know. done I'm, the job. I'm not really hyper aware of the time, but I know for every girl that's talked about an embarrassing situation where a guy has come too quickly, there's also a girl who has been like, it's just like, I it needed it to end. It was just like, it was, I was... What's too... Well, I've come even before getting it in. <laughs> I mean, I've, I've had that issue. That's too soon. I mean, it was too soon for me, <laughs> that's too. That's too soon. I've had... Well, the other thing about what girl... Like, what a lot of guys guys aren't really open about is like sex is kind of like being like a baseball pitcher you know like you have good outings and you have bad outings like i've for every time i've had like greats where i've like been like jared you're a fucking animal you say you say to yourself i say it to myself in the mirror after (laughs) every time and but for every time i've done that i've also looked down and been like jared you shouldn't have a penis anymore you should stop you should retire from sex this is an embarrassment so like i think like what everyone should know is that like you know it happens to everybody is like the cliche whatever oh you know don't worry about it don't worry about it and it's like we do worry about it but at the same time like the first sexual like i just it's just one of those things where i've been in those situations one time i was hooking with a girl and i was like i'm gonna come so quickly i need to go to the bathroom and i told her I was I went into the bathroom and acted like I took a shit just so I didn't have to admit to coming early <laughs> the lengths people go girls are pretty thank understand. you for laughing at that girls thank are, you no acknowledgement are, of that it was a very personal story I'm sorry that no that's I mean <laughs> so then I came back out and I got it back up so I could go have sex again I think I finished in the bathroom and I said oh I sorry my stomach hurt Okay, that's, a good, that's like, a good excuse. And then we you like could just tell the like truth, though. Later. Girls are pretty understanding of that, especially if it's not like an every time thing. I it's think. not an every time thing, but then like that—that's the problem. Is like if it happens the first time to to them, it's an every time thing, right? As a guy, it's like, oh shit, now I'm come quick, dude. Like there's like there's there's girls walking around New York City being like Jared Free, that guy comes in three seconds, and then there's other girls walking around New York City being like, that guy is a horse. So it's like, yeah. you know, like everything is situational. People attribute like you but know, we, way we too got many a, more things. We got an email about this. Yeah, we should get into it. We should get into it. There's no better feeling than spinning around in a salon chair to see your hair looking absolutely perfect. But it feels impossible to come up with that same look at home. Even the best blowout brush won't give you that salon shine. Thanks to Vegamore, sticking to my hair routine has never been easier. And I'm finally seeing the shinier, healthier looking hair that I've always wanted. Now I love the way my hair looks and feels. It's like salon fresh hair that starts at the roots. I have the Grow Hair Serum and I can already tell that it's working. Like my hair feels healthier. I love that it doesn't make my hair feel oily or sticky. I feel like I'm doing something really healthy for my hair. I also got to try the Lash Serum and the Brow Serum. Honestly, my hair has been hard to grow. So I love what Vegamore is doing and I'm already seeing results. I'm already seeing thicker, faster growing hair. Vegamore products are 100% cruelty-free and are never formulated with potentially harmful chemicals like parabens or hormones. When it comes to seeing results, the key is consistency. For best-looking results, use for a minimum of three months for visibly fuller, healthier, and thicker-looking hair. When I sign up for monthly subscription, I can get one bottle or three bottles sent. Plus, I save more and I never run low on the products I need to take care of my hair. Give your hair the power of a little pink bottle with Vegamore. For a limited time, you up listeners get 20% off their first order by going to vegamore.com slash UUP and use code UUP at checkout. That's V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R dot com slash UUP, code UUP to save 20% on your first order. V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R dot com slash UUP, code UUP. You guys know I'm a huge fan of Skims, and with warmer weather coming up, I recently tried out one of their t-shirts. Skims makes the best basics and foundations, so it's no surprise that it's the best 
best fitting tee I've ever worn. Finding the perfect t-shirt can be such a challenge, whether it's the fit or the quality, but with Skims, they make the most flattering shirts for everyone. Honestly, I love pretty much everything Skims makes, but I really love their t-shirts. They're like form-fitting and they make my body just look that much smoother. I have the soft, smoothing, seamless t-shirt in Onyx. It has amazing versatility. It is literally a must-have for a spring wardrobe. They're stretchy, they're flattering. You can dress it up or dress it down and you don't have to worry about compromising style or comfort. I also have the cotton jersey t-shirt in marble and it's really just changed the game for me. It's taking the regular t-shirt, it's leveling it up. There's no stretched collars or hems and it literally fits like a dream. Skims t-shirts are made with innovative technology while always keeping style and comfort in mind. From crop silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, Skims has something for every fit and every body. Shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com. Now available in sizes extra, extra small to 4X. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know I sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select you up in the drop down menu that follows. UUP at Betches.com. UUP at Betches.com. Do you want me to read yeah, it? Yeah, why don't you read the email? Okay. Jared and Jordana. I'm loving you up. I've been single for a little over a year after 11 years being married. Wow. See? Anyone can be listening to this. And I think this is the modern dating discussion. We're just trying to get through what's going on in this crazy mixed up world we live in. Yeah. And I don't really have anyone close to me that has kind of experience or perspective on modern dating that your podcast has for all the reasons you mentioned. Plus, all my friends and family are in serious relationships or so far removed from the situation that they don't have to offer uh, in terms of advice. That's why we're here, baby. So I've been devouring the episodes and wish it was daily thing because honestly, I need help. My question is, how much leeway do you give guys who can't get it up, keep it up? And how do you know if it's you and not them? I'm 32. My ex-husband was also in his 30s, but frequently had problems getting it up and or keeping it up. At least 70% of the time, a variety of medical and psychological stuff contributed to this, but never took steps to make it better. I've been with a handful of guys since, and most of them have had varying levels of trouble getting it up or keeping it up. None of these guys are, and she puts in, uh, in quotes, old. They're all mid to late 30s in great shape. I honestly can't tell what the problem is, and I'm worried it's me. Uh, every time it happens, the guy insists it's not me and that they are totally into me. That They also every, all. Also, they also, and she puts in parentheses every single time, says that this never happens to them. <laughs> and they seem genuinely <laughs> stumped as to why it's happening. I think I kind of just, we just kind of like grazed that yeah. subject. Um, I have a hard time believing it's aid related, but seriously, what gives? I'm starting to think it's me. I've tried to have honest conversations with these guys to ask if I'm doing anything to cause this. And each has sworn I'm not. Usually things kind of fizzle out with these guys shortly after. So it's not like I can I can say accurately that it's just nerves and they got over it after being together a bit longer. Is this just way more common now? The guy I'm seeing now has had this problem two out of five times, which in my opinion is still too much. She should lay off. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the times where it hasn't happened have been fantastic, but I kind of feel like a ticking time bomb. Like I'm worried that it could happen anytime. Please help because I'm getting frustrated and starting to feel self-conscious. Okay. Well, Jordana, have you experienced this? I mean, I've never dated anyone in their, really mid, in their mid to late 30s. But um, you've dated guys. I've dated I mean, guys who have come too quickly, not like frequently, honestly. Um, not get hard? Um. I don't know, like maybe like from time to time and not enough to make it like that I really have had like a ton of experience that I've definitely yeah. had it like on occasion. Um, 
on occasion, but not like frequently enough to say like, you know, what the cause is or what. I think you'd probably have better idea about like well, what causes that or what's the I think what, issue like, in that. Usually it's, if it happens once, again, like if it happens once, maybe twice, you'll kind of just be like, all right, like whatever. Sure. If, it's a fr- if it's a frequent thing that's happening here, I'm not really sure. Two out of five sounds pretty good to me. I really? Mean, <laughs> I don't know. I think... Um, the discussion that we just had about blowjobs and like, mm-hmm. and then me, you know, saying that I was taking a shit when I was really coming in the toilet so I could go again. <laughs> uh, it's funny <laughs> that, that that was like the le- the lesser of the two embarrassing things. That's why, yeah, yeah that's why, <laughs> that's why I went with it. Um, <laughs> I will say this: uh, this it's it's very rarely the woman that's the issue right when, like, what would it, what would it even have been me? if it was the woman that she's Here's not attractive enough for you see something when it was the turn woman off? is just you know sometimes you ever dance with someone that you just can't dance with yeah that's kind of sometimes not that, even a personal it's just thing. not the good match like mm-hmm. i've i've had i've had like i've had amazing sexual experiences with certain girls and then other ones where i'm like man I, maybe i like just like i said before maybe i should retire from the sex game like and it's just sometimes the match is like sometimes two people just go together and right they, you know that's a weird way to answer this I will say this, okay, as a, and she's like, what's different now versus then? She was in an 11 year relationship. And this is kind of something to all the women out there. We are masturbating a lot, okay? <laughs> the, uh, the amount of porn out there that is, is readily available. Have you ever not been able to get it up for your porn? <laughs> Never not for my porn, but for my porn, it's, you know, it's a personal thing. <laughs> right. I'm sitting there, I got the candle lit. I got my my satin robe on, you know. Thing, you know, it's it, it's it, there's no pressure to it. It's not like get it up right now, right? You know, but the reason you don't have an issue getting up for porn is because you'll wake up, you'll be like, oh, I got this boner. Mm. It's just sitting there. Might as well beat it and get it out of me. And then you're like, then you'll come and you'll be like, oh, that was a bad mistake. I'm, I can't even. I gotta go back to sleep now, or <laughs> you know, I can't even get up for my day. But I have noticed that, like, since, like, you know, now if I masturbate, like, on a Saturday, that night I am not as uh, ready to go as So it might, I was. might take you a while. So if I wait two days to masturbate, I am a, a foaming beast, like, right. uh, with, like, with backup. But if I, do, if I get it out of me... I all of a sudden like I'm like oh, I'll go eat tonight. <laughs> you know, so I, I think right. There's not as much for, of a thirst. I think it's like that di- something about Mary. Yeah, episode or not episode it, movie. Getting thing. it out right, before yeah. you go out. Right. And, and I'm saying to this woman, <clears throat> these guys are probably if they're single guys and they're not having frequent sex, they're probably watching some porn and beating off, and that can make you less. Uh, you have less, you know, ammo in the gun. Right. So what do you what do you suggest for her? Maybe they didn't think she was gonna. Have sex with them? Yeah, I, I think I think I suggest to her that you know if you stick a, stick around for a couple of these guys, they'll get off their schedule a little right. bit. And for the guys out there, listen, I on my podcast I used to talk about a beat off schedule. <laughs> Where we like, you have it on your iCal? I have on my iCal Monday, Tuesday, nothing Wednesday, nothing Thursday. No, no, no. It was Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. <laughs> Nothing Thursday, nothing Friday, nothing Saturday, three times Sunday. So if you need if you need Jared on any of those days, you know where he'll be. You know where I'll be. Yeah, you pull the hat trick on Sundays. <laughs> so I, but I, 
I do think like that's the one thing that I know as a guy like that I didn't see coming. Right. Both figuratively and, and literally. And literally. Um, but I think that's like the one answer that I could ever give to this because I notice it in myself where I'm like, wait a minute. Why am I not as like, why Why did I go? Like, why is this where I'm used to a 10 boner? This is a seven boner. Mm-hmm. And, and you know what the reason is. And it's the. And then I look back. I'm like, oh, I, you know, I beat it earlier today. Right. And now I'm sitting here with half a gun, half a loaded gun. Right. And then in terms of what she's asking, like how much should you be putting up with? Um, I, I, in my opinion, as a girl, it's like it's really about the guy's attitude more than like what's actually happening. Yeah, if he walks away and he's like, ah, fuck this shit, yeah. and he's like, get her, get away from that dude. Exactly. Like if you're with a guy who's like, yeah, like maybe this happens occasionally, and like he's willing to like work on it, and especially if he's willing to like um, do other things sexually to get you off. Like if sure. even if he can't, that's like it's really all about the attitude. Um, I think well, girls she, said, are, she said that about her ex-husband about like the psychological thing that he wouldn't, right, deal, he with. wouldn't like, deal with it yeah. that's like a very big issue it's okay I mean it's okay to have any real issue as long as you're willing to like work on it and not be so embarrassed by it that you can't like admit that and really just like work on yourself because that's also kind of a selfish thing because it affects someone else so if you're with a guy and maybe he like can't get it up every single time but he's like during those times still trying to get you off I think that's fine I think also the idea of her taking it personally like I I know I've said a bunch about on this show especially about like guys will fuck a lot of women we don't really care we don't have to be you know but if a guy is in the bedroom with you he wants to be there right you know so to say like it's you. What you is not a thing. He already knows like what you look like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's already done it to your right. Instagram. Yeah. So, so like this is. Um, I don't think it's a you thing. I think the only thing you can do as a, as like a partner is like ask questions. Mm-hmm. Like and it, and be with a guy who's willing to like be open about them and totally. not be like embarrassed and like shutting down because I think that's really like that's the difference between staying and working on it with a guy or being like all right that was like a bust let's get out of there totally are you ready to shop Rakuten's big give week is back get 15% cash back at hundreds of stores including headliners Ulta Fenty Beauty Levi's Adidas and so much more seriously the list seems endless Rakuten is how the in the know shoppers get the best savings they shop the brands they love and earn cash back on top of deals during big give week May 6th to May 13th the cash back rates are even bigger Personally, I'll be shopping for beauty and apparel. You can save on everything you need for summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. You know I love to find the best deals while I'm shopping. And trust me, Rakuten is the hack to save money while shopping. Rakuten is the most rewarding way to shop and save because members can earn cash back on everything they buy. Rakuten is a shopping platform that partners with over 3,500 stores across every category, like beauty, clothing, electronics, travel, and dining. And this week only you're going to get the best deals ever. Membership is free, and when you sign up and shop today, you can get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. You know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear? Maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans, the one you can fancy up, fancy down, and just look better every time you wear them. Well, that's why you need to check out Lee Denim. I love Lee Denim. I'm wearing them today in the office. I'm wearing their jeans. I love, they also have this other pair that I have at home that I'm really excited to wear. It's like a little 
baggier, but it's still so comfortable and yet it's still so flattering. I don't know how they do it. Every time you wash it, they also look even better. And I love that they flatter every body type. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. A classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right, and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. UUP at betches.com. Let's do another email. Let's do it. Let me find it. Sorry. Okay. Second email. This one's from a, a male listener. I'm re- I get really happy when we can answer <coughs> questions from guys too. Yeah. So if you're a guy with with an looking for advice, please email us at uup at betches dot com. Um, get it in. We're here to offer the female and male perspective about. And let me take all a half questions. a second to say if you're on the podcast listening right now, go on iTunes, rate, review, subscribe. I'll sing it all day, baby. Yeah. Rate, review subscribe get That's, into it give that hanukkah gift to jordana and i <laughs> <laughs> Let's Thanks. Hit it. it's like one of the last days of hanukkah you guys better get on it <laughs> uh dear j train feather feather and betches i'm a 23 year old graduate and i've never been in a relationship before i was 18 when i had my first kiss and 22 when i lost my virginity between those two events i had a couple drunk makeout sessions but nothing else the closest i've come to a relationship was with the girl i lost my virginity to We talked for a couple weeks, but it ended abruptly when graduation came around. Since graduating, I decided I want to get experience meeting and dating girls. This has been hard because I'm scared my lack of dating and sexual experience will be a red flag for girls, since most girls my age probably are probably way more experienced than myself. For example, the girl I lost my virginity to was quote-unquote very surprised I'd never had sex or been in a relationship before, and it made me extremely nervous when it came to sex and trying to turn it into a real relationship instead of a label-less thing. This fear grows as I get older. I'm t- I've tried apps, um, but matches are few and far between, and I've never met any of them in real life. I'm relaxed and funny around people I know. I'm also athletic and consider myself a decent-looking guy. Self-proclaimed 686. So this is a rating system that we've created um, or that I took from you friends did. of mine <laughs> on the pod. So we do it in my podcast. Uh, it's And girls or guys can use you it. Can, we can guy, use it for guys too, guys. Yeah, girls. Well, this is a guy yeah. rating himself a face-body personality. Yeah. 686. Face-body okay. personality. That's the most truthful guy one i've ever heard a guy give himself because guys will always give themselves like a 10 personality because they know women are into personalities so this is pretty truthful i love i love this too because i've um now taken it from jared and i use it with my friends all the time and we do it to guys too so area code method this isn't this isn't a sexist thing no definitely use it girls use it on when you're when you ask a girl how her date went face body personality face body personality and i think it's actually the most um the most progressive rating system, if I do say so myself. Agreed. It takes your personality, you know, personality into account. What douche is like, oh, I like the joke she made. Go. you know Exactly. And it forces girls to also like, you know, say how attractive they think a guy is. Area code method. 
But around new girls, I'm incredibly awkward and borderline creepy. <laughs> I like a self-proclaimed. I like a self-aware email. Yeah, it is. This is really self-aware. Yeah, I feel like I missed the prime, learn how to approach girls time in college, and that the girls who have graduated want someone who knows what they're doing and not some guy with the relationship skills of a high school sophomore. <laughs> Any advice on how to find and approach girls and get over the fear they'll turn me down once they realize I don't know what I'm doing, both in a relationship or in the bedroom? Thanks. I love this email because of the honesty. Same. It's refreshing. Um, There's a lot here. Here's my first question. Yeah. Would you fuck this guy? The guy who said sex once? No. After reading this email. Um, The only reason I wouldn't was because I think that like the confidence seems like a little low that's and that's really like the thing so i think i would i'm not have someone having had sex like one time wouldn't really bother me i know girls who have dated guys who they're the first person they've had sex with and there was in their like mid to late 20s yeah i don't think that really bothers girls um especially if they've had sex before you're not like the the virgin thing is a little harder to get over than the one time thing um and i also don't think it's anyone's business until you're like more established how many people you've had sex with but you even then not really totally and and but and what you said is so like helpful to guys because really you're re I, you said the confidence of this email you right. would never want to fuck yeah because i think that's really the main problem it's like he's going into it he's got like it's like it's making the the idea that he thinks that there's something missing is what's really the thing that's missing. Yeah. It's like if he didn't, if he had the same experience as everything that he's describing now and just didn't think it was a big deal, no one else would. Everything's only really as big of a deal as you like hype it up to be in your head. Totally. And that's why I'm going to add on to your advice is he needs to be a little more confident. Exactly. And when he's talking about like the girl he lost his virginity to saying it was very surprising. Like I think he's thinking of that as like a negative thing and he's thinking of that as like a super judgmental thing. When really it could just be like, like we take, it's so funny. We take things that people say to us like yeah. so personally, we interpret them to mean like what we think the worst thing that you think it could mean when really it was probably just like, oh, you like are like a cool, normal, fun, good looking guy. Totally. And like, that's what's surprising about the fact that you um, the fact that haven't hung, had sex yet. Right. You're thinking, you're, right, you're taking it to mean like, oh, like she thinks I'm a freak and it's so surprising and yeah, it's like yeah, shocking. Yeah. Like that's not really the case. And like, really, it's all about your attitude. She fucked you. This girl that you he fucked, the one girl, she would have sex with you because she thought you were a confident guy. And when she heard that you didn't have sex more than once, that's because she was shocked because how could a confident guy like you right. not have had multiple partners? So that exactly. exactly. Like, let's look at the glass half full. <laughs> this guy, what he needs is reps and he needs to stop worrying about sex. He needs interpersonal reps. And what he's right now, what he's doing, he's like, he even said, there's a sentence here where he writes, um, I've tried apps, but matches are few and far between. I've never met any of them in real life. I'm relaxed and funny around people I know. I'm also athletic. I feel right. like I missed the prime right. how to learn to approach girls time in college and that girls right. who have graduated want someone who knows what they're doing, not some guy with the relationship skills of a high school sophomore. That's the thing. He's mixing up relationship skills with sex skills. Right. It's not the so same he, thing. So both of those are in his head. He needs to show, he needs to go in First of all, concentrate on work because mm-hmm. he's a post grad. So go to girls like drive and commitment to what you're doing. Girls also like when you don't. We, we can feel the fear. Yes. So just like when you say you come off creepy, it's because you think you come off creepy. This guy needs to go on dates that he's been set up with by friends. Yeah. Not the apps. The apps aren't for him. Maybe it's they will quick. be once you get a little yeah, more. Yeah, he needs a little more reps. So right. he, he needs to go meet people, but you need to go on like dates and nail the date. 
Right. Let's not worry about penis, vagina, and all that other shit. Right. As they said in Forty uh, Year Old Virgin, you're put, you're putting the pussy on the pedestal. Pussy on the pedestal. So go, forget about the pussy. You go on dates like you are a, you are a sexless, just being. Right. Sent here to nail dates and gain confidence off of that, off of having a good time with that person. And I think that for him, a lot of people are like, well, I haven't had sex, so I got I to gotta be good at sex. And it's like, what about being good at like, you're going to be good at sex with someone that you have a good back and forth with. Right. That More you feel confident with. Feel right. confident with. And so this guy's got to find some confidence. I don't know where you find it from your work and you find it from going out with girls that you've been like put together with that someone's like, yeah. And just have a good time. Right. And I have to say, I think the older girls get, the more they're like, oh, I don't want to be with a guy <laughs> who's like fucked a million girls. Like I actually yeah. prefer a guy who like knows how to have a conversation because maybe he like, you know, it's like that guys talk about that ugly duckling syndrome for girls, but like sure. it's kind of like similar for guys as long as it doesn't turn them into a prick. It's like the yeah, idea he's, that, he, right, there, he, he hasn't been like getting, he hasn't just been so easy for him to have sex his whole life that that's the only thing he like is He's on the precipice of... Uh, blaming women for his problems. Right. Don't go there. <laughs> Don't, go, Don't there. go there. It's, it's he, a scary, scary thing. Go down the other road where you're like, oh, I'm going to be good at my job. I'm going to have something to talk about. I have interests. I'm going to meet people on an interpersonal level that when we get, and then when you get to the sexual part, you say to the person, hey, I'm having a great time with you. Just letting you know, I haven't been with a lot of girls. Right. And I, I think just saying it that way, not saying I'm bad at sex or I don't know what I'm doing. Just say I haven't been with a lot of girls. Yeah. And, and a they girl can take can it make, from there. Yeah. What I would think if a guy said that when a lot of the guys that I, I mean, like I've been with guys who have not been with a lot of girls. And I think that the, the that you feel like they're more selective. Yes. You can turn it into that. Like, and make it, it makes you feel better because you're like, oh, this guy doesn't just have sex with anything that moves. Just, yeah. And just know that when you get to that point with like the reason we're saying like go on a lot of like dates and go get you know confidence from meeting new people is because once you get that out, like get to the point with a girl where it's like or a guy where you're like, OK, we have a great back and forth. And you say to them also haven't been with a lot of girls, haven't been with a lot of guys. You're like, you're just saying I'm being a little bit vulnerable. Yeah, you know, and oh, you know, I'm a People confident are into person, that. Yeah. but this is something that you know, I'm going to be confident about, but I'm going to own that I know nothing, right? But in a confident way. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Let's play a game. Let's play some games. So we're switching up the red flag or deal breaker, and we're starting an, uh, a new series called Would You Have a Second Date? So because we do a lot of the red flag or deal breaker things, and like sometimes the idea is like, oh, like if I were dating them for a while and then I found this out, like I'd be okay with it because I already knew them. Mm. So the second date is really a thing where you can say like, I find this out right away. I don't really know the person that well. Am I, am I moving it's, forward? It's I had basically the premise is I had a great first date, but. But they did this. But they did this. Is there a second date? It, would you go on the second date in spite of this one thing? Right. So I had a great first date, mm-hmm. 
but he or she texted throughout the date. Um, Are you going on the second date? That's a tough one because like if someone's texting throughout the whole date, but you had a really good conversation with them, Mm. although it seems like it would be kind of tough to do that if they were texting throughout the whole date, I'd probably call them out on it and see if they had like somewhat of a legitimate reason to be doing it. If they were just like, yeah, I'm texting my mom. My mom's sick. My mom's sick. Whatever. But then they keep (laughs) laughing at their phone. Right. That would be annoying. I don't know. I think like it would if it was like an amazing date, I might still go on a second date. And if they were doing that on the second date, it'd be done. But if there was like an average date, I think that'd be be done. I think it's done. Regardless. If a girl's looking down at her phone every five minutes, then I can't be nailing it. I, I'm she must not like me that much. <laughs> right. Um I generally everyone should go yeah. to the bathroom once a a date. We should give a rule if you're on a date, go to the bathroom once. Check your app. Check your text. That gives you one flight around the, around the, uh, around the horn of email, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, text. Have you ever Have you ever checked a dating app while you're on the bathroom? Absolutely. That date that you on? Just because of like muscle <laughs> muscle memory. memory. Yeah. <laughs> have you? Um, I think I have. I think I have. Yeah. I've been waiting for a date to happen while swiping mm-hmm. on the app. As crazy as that sounds. That's uh. That's, yeah, I mean, it's the world we live in, right? I mean, yeah, that's why I took push notifications off my phone. That's a very good, yeah, you can't have dating push notifications. You can. That's yeah. a, if you're sitting there with push Too notifications awkward. on your dating apps, you're an idiot. Because I've been in bed with girls and then gotten up to go to the bathroom and then like the phone will light up with just like oh, wow. all dating apps. That's tough as a girl to see that. I've seen it. It's okay. Cause I it, always, but I'm always well, like not like, offended. I'm like, right, I, I get but it. But you're a guy. Um, I think as a girl, it's like, I mean, sure. Like, it's not like wrong for them to be on it, but you don't want to know. And we'll touch on that in other things later. <laughs> but, um, yeah, there's nothing worse than like, like, cause as a girl, we like see you, we build up our whole life with you. We're thinking about work, sending sure. our kids to school. Um, we think about our first name with yours and like, that's crazy. And we know that, but when we see you that you're on other dating apps, it's like, you're just crushing my, like, like, it's like emotional, <laughs> you're crushing our emotional masturbation. Yeah. Of, like, I hear our lives the story is gone. Right. Okay, you have the best first date, but the person refers to their mother as a saint. I went on a date with a guy who did that. That's really where that one comes from. Um, He He, was talking to his parents, and he said, my mother is just amazing. She's a saint. Like, no, no, like, maybe she sucks. Like, there was no, like. He said, quote, unquote, and I remember this because I, like, asked a ton of people about that after if that would be, like, a deal breaker. He called her a saint. And like, obviously, like on some level, it's nice. The guy likes his mom, right? You but have to like your parents as if they're a good friend that you know has faults. Right. That's <laughs> what know? I'm saying. That's like, why the saint, the saint um, delegation is a little scary for me. Yeah. I've dated guys who Jewish? were- Jewish? Yes, he was Jewish. I've dated guys who were very into their moms. And I think it gets like, it gets weird. Yeah, it gets weird. Especially I, when they're, you're going into it and they're saying she has no flaws, like right off the bat. It's like- you can say nice yeah. things about her, but let's like let's keep it real. She's, asked, a ha- she's a housewife from New Jersey. Like, let's yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she, 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 she didn't feed sick children in India. Exactly. Yeah, I, I mean, if a girl said her mom was a saint, I girls they don't do that type of thing. They'll do the thing where they'll go, my mom. Um, they'll or dad, the, you can use dad too. Either one. I don't think dad. Dad, they dad don't really weird, do that. Yeah. They because they know the whole daddy thing. Right. is a little weird to guys. What girls will do is sometimes you can tell when they hate their parents. 
<laughs> girls can't hide that well. Right. And then you're like, oh, here we go. Like, we got big issues here. Like, I would be more worried of a girl being like, ugh, I can't fucking stand those people. You prefer <laughs> then, her to call her mom a saint than being like. Than being like, I hate my mom. Yeah. Because then, because right. you know what that means to me? That's me having to spend more time with this girl in the future. So, like, oh, because she doesn't Mom is like break time. If you're in a relationship, oh, I'm going out with my mom for the day. Good. Or if she doesn't I'm have any sweats. friends, what is your mom or best friend? Mom, best friend is a little weird too, because then no. it's like now, I get, you know, like I'm, she's hearing about us fucking. See, I like, have like a, I have a tricky relationship with my mother. Yeah. Um, but I like to like when I when if I'm asked about her, I like to like, I don't obviously tell like all the ins and outs and details of that, but I like before you know like I like to sort of preface it with like yeah we've got some some shit going on we're not like I'm, I'm not trying to bullshit anyone no but i'm not trying to tell them my whole i think life an story. understanding yeah of like yeah we got some shit yeah like but everyone she's has fine shit. you know like, she's funny but she's like a maniac that this is what i said yeah like i'm always like yeah <laughs> girls seem to like my mom but my mom's out of her mind and right. you know but i think like when you say your mom's a saint that takes a that that basically is you saying no one like we're all 10 percent away from each other everyone's right. you know when it's like when someone comes up to you it's like People come up to me and they're like, if you were in this family, you'd have a lot of material. And I'm like, <laughs> you're just like every other fucking family. Right. We're all fucked up. We're yeah. all stupid. We're all funny. We all get our, we all think our family's funny because we know each other on a level where you know the background. And it's like, it, to say your mom's a saint and then have no self awareness. Self awareness right, to be yeah. like, Someone out there hates your mom. Yeah. <laughs> Someone tell us, out there. Tell us, about, tell us about that person. Yeah, I yeah. want to hear about the person who hates your mom. Exactly. To me, like, I have, there's nothing more boring than coming from a super happy family. I get that those are the best people to date. If you come from, like, a stable, like, healthy family, that's amazing. You're, like, the best person to date because you're going to have, like, a healthy view of relationships. But at the same time, it's just, like, boring as shit. Give me, like, a suicidal grandma. Yeah, Throw yeah. that in there or something. Suicidal I grandma. I need, like, some sort of family dysfunction <laughs> just to make things interesting. I don't want to well, hear yeah, about your... what else are you yeah. going to talk about? Exactly. But the same thing, I'm probably not going on the second date now that you mention it. If the same thing? Yeah. Good. It wasn't just, like, just me. I'm glad. <laughs> I, I, think the, I have friends I, who were like, what do you mean? That's amazing. He no, but it, but it's the lack of self-awareness. That's the that's the thing. Let's do okay, one more. Last one. Let's do uh, the person perfect in every way, but they won't drink alcohol. Perfect in every way, won't drink. You're the, are you going to drink if they're not drinking? I'm going to be hammered. Uh, <laughs> You're going to be more drunk. <laughs> I'm going to be more drunk because I have to drink the whole bottle of wine. Yeah. Oh right, the one bottle of wine. One bottle of wine. You can find that on our previous episodes. Um, I am going on a second date. You are. Yeah, because that if they're not drinking, it 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 goes perfectly. Right. That means you actually liked each other. That means we liked each other. Also, that means they probably have like demons in their past. They're probably drinking for a very specific, not drinking for a very specific reason. Right. Um, and that also makes them more interesting. Yeah, yeah, that makes them more interesting. Exactly. Mormon. Um, I wouldn't be there in the first place, but I think that, uh, we, if we got along perfectly there, that means that they're not, not drinking because they're not looking to not drink that. Night. Right. They're not drinking because they're like, I listen, I've used to get fucked up all the time. I need to get out of that game. And Fair. I'm like, okay, yeah. cool. Cause, because then we wouldn't get along on that level. That's true. Think? I feel like you don't like, if you have a good coffee date, you know that that's like I've an actually yeah, yeah that's like an actually good date because you're not being like like there's no mental issues with like you're being kind of drunk and thinking someone was better than they were. Also, the money's been taken out of it. That too. You know yeah. where it's like I, when I go to a coffee date, this is a seven dollar date, 
Um, and you go on a lot of coffee dates. I've gone on a lot of coffee dates, yeah. but not because of the money. But I do notice that, like, because that's taken out, it's like more like, oh, we're we're not on. We can leave anytime. There's no pressure. No pressure. Yeah. All that stuff. But no, it's nice. All right, this was a great episode. Very. I do say so myself. <laughs> Pat yourself on the yeah. back, Jordana. Thanks. You did a great job too. Thank you. Um, uh, email us at uup at betches That's you up at betches Please ask us questions. Give us feedback. We're always taking it into account. Yeah, I, I like hearing back from the listeners. Um, and all of you, listen, go rate and subscribe on iTunes. And also tell a friend. Tell one friend. Tell one friend. UUP at Betches.com. You can send in whatever you like about dating and relationships. Uh, and we're here every Thursday. Every Thursday. So make it a part of your, your schedule. Way to work at the gym. Check it out. Sunday weirds. Tell your friends. Boom. Thank you to our sponsor, Netflix. Bridgerton is back. And dearest gentle readers, you will not want to miss this chapter. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Will these friends defy expectations to find true love? And will Penelope's secret identity as Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? You shall have to watch and see. Watch part one of Bridgerton only on Netflix, May 16th. Betches.